Good morning. Good morning. So only a Buddha with a Buddha, only Buddhas among Buddhas know the true face, know the reality of all things. And this reality of all things is that the whole universe is nothing but our true human body, is nothing but the Dharma body of the self. So this practice shows us that wholeness, that, that profound interconnection. But what happens? When hundreds thousands or myriads of objects come all at once, what should be done? The teacher replied, don't try to control them. This makes me think of, uh, well, I'll just restate, uh, settled completely into non-separation, the identity of our true self and the whole universe. What happens when myriads of thousands of objects come? at us all at once. Can you remember the teaching and try to control them? But I was going to say that it makes me think of a friend of mine who in his younger years worked for a catering company and um, all of the eating utensils and the dishes after the event were placed in these racks, you know, inside the, the van, all put away. And, and uh, he was sitting in the back and the more senior people maybe were got the uh, bucket seats in front and they were just on their way home and they got into a bad accident. No, no one was hurt, but uh, they rolled down in the embankment 
and this van just looped the loop. And my friend said, there I was flying and flying around me were knives and forks and broken dishes as we tumbled down into the ravine. What happens when myriads of thousands of objects come all at once? Don't try to control them. He couldn't have controlled them. Well, maybe this koan wasn't meaning knives and forks coming at you, but, uh, but it's lots of different things. A, uh, you know, COVID is on the right of me. Ukraine is on the left of me. Surrounding me is fire and global climate change. All of that is just coming at once. What should be done? Um, this, this idea of control, I think has the, the, the um, redolence of um, we want to manipulate an object out there such that it's better for me. So uh, this idea of trying to control these myriad objects is seeing them as, as, as separate, seeing the world as in uh, every, everything I see, every person I see is separate from me. It's, it's not the same state as the entire universe is this Dharma body. The entire universe is nothing but this human body. And, um, and I don't think this means that, uh, you know, well, if we're not manipulating, if we're not, we're not fixing the suffering. We just let it happen. I think I think it just means not just I think it it, uh, it means um, with our profound connection to the knife and the fork, to the Ukraine and Russian war to climate change with our profound connection inside, not separate, but being totally, vividly connected with the reality of this life. From that point of view, 
perform Buddha activity. From that point of view, we only do Buddha activity from the point of view of, of, of being vividly connected. Uh, all activity that we do will be, will be Buddha activity. Um, And, and how do we, and, and, and as we talked about the last, the last couple of days, uh, our, our practice of sitting in wholeness um, with all of the Buddhas in the room and with all of the Buddhas in the universe, we, we cultivate The confidence that, that this is us. This is nothing but our body. Uh, and uh, the way we might adjust the pillow in the middle of the night, not thinking about it, not, not saying, uh, oh, my neck is a little crooked. Let me get this as fluffy as I can. We just, we just are in this body and we make the adjustments that need to happen to liberate suffering, to free all beings from suffering. We cultivate that frame of mind, and it it, um, it takes it takes some time because uh, uh, this body and mind that we've inherited is so distractible, and we want to react to every every little thing. Uh, we want to be as comfortable. Uh, as possible, and uh, it takes it, it takes some cultivation. It takes climbing every inch of that hundred foot pole to cultivate the mind that says, "This is my whole Dharma body. How do I relate to this?" Uh, because it's just. It's just my it's just my Dharma body that uh, is suffering, and uh, I need I need to squirm around a little bit. It takes a while to cultivate that mind. Don't try to control these myriad things. What the teacher means is that in whatever way objects come, do not try to change them. Whatever comes is the Buddha Dharma, not objects at all. 
I, I think that comes right after he says, don't try to change them. Um, realize that all of this is practicing the way. Oh, my life, the things that I need to turn towards is practicing the way because it's all Buddha Dharma, not objects at all. Don't understand the teacher's reply as an admonition, like, you know, just let it happen. I'm going to try to control them just so it happen. That's not the admonition. Realize that it is the truth. Even if you try to control them, they can't be controlled. It's so is this building? Yeah, yeah, this is this is the, oh, uh, the continuation of uh, only a Buddha with a Buddha. Cause cause calls it uh, chapter five. So, so uh, the Lotus Sutra and Dogen and Master Jamusha are all teaching that the entire universe is the true Dharma body. And Dogen just wants us to know that, you know, even those forks and knives in the back of the truck. Are Buddha Dharma, the way of Buddha, the teaching of the Buddha, and not objects at all. Even those forks and knives, even even uh, even um, the COVID that we think comes from there and. Comes from here. This is our life that we're not separate from. And uh, what way can we return towards the wholeness? You know, we tried saying that this problem that China gave us. And the next way we said, this is a problem that South Africa gave us. And I think we know more. We've, we've experienced more. We've, we've sat with the condition of our life to know that this is our life. On this, this tiny planet is nothing but the true Dharma body of the self. And uh, what's, what's the best way? To, to relieve suffering. <laughs> I won't tell that story. I've heard that before. It's nothing but this. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm only repeating something that was told to me before. Realization. Um, 
And not only Buddha and the Lotus Sutra and Dogen and Chong Sha have been telling us this, but our old friend Hong who loves to tell us this. The Surangama Sutra tells us this again and again. I didn't bring that. Surangama Sutra is a wonderful sutra, um, very popular in, in Southeast Asia and, and Eastern Asia. And it's very much a, uh, likes to talk about radiant light. So it's a very colorful, very bright sutra. And it says, you know, every, what, what a gift, what a wonderful gift. Every time I pick up my glasses, I can, I just know that this is radiant light. That this is the radiant light of the Buddha. That is the, and, uh, and, and we have this opportunity again and again uh, with everything we see, everything we touch, everything we feel. Can we just be in the mindset that uh, this is the radiant light of the Buddha? Or I said uh, a little more sedately, whatever comes is the Buddha Dharma, not objects at all. Can I just or as um, uh, at the very least, what Suzuki Roshi says, can I just appreciate my glasses? Can I just appreciate them every time I pick them up? That connects me a lot, a lot more. So the Surangama Sutra has lots of color and light. And uh, Hangzhou has lots of just good feelings. It starts with some light. Our authentic task as practitioners of the way is to practice the essence in each minute, carefully discern the shining source, radiant without discrimination. Should I enjoy these glasses more than I enjoy this book? Uh, or can I just say, oh, radiant light. Can I just say, radiant light? We must keep turning inward, meaning our sitting practice. Then this source of radiant light is apprehended. This is called our family business. This is what we do as practitioners of the way, as we cultivate true understanding of the source such that we appreciate the radiant light of all things. I'm using this napkin 
that I got from a restaurant and didn't want to throw away. And it just happened to be next to where I was reading, and now it's a bookmark. It's not yet in the garbage can. It's, it's, it's just, With this uh, understanding of the source and seeing the shining light, then the opportunity arises to turn around and in the world we can respond to conditions. All the dusts are entirely yours. All the myriad things are entirely yours. That's, I just rephrased that. They're not somebody else's. Emptiness is inherently without characteristics. On its own, illumination emerges from causes and conditions. I like that. It gives me the, it gives me this image that, uh, that uh, causes and conditions, which in my mind sort of uh, is this equal playing field. Oh, there's just this cause that's that, uh, made me this tall. And it's just that cause that, uh, that uh, you know, caused the forest fires. You know, sort of, uh, it kind of is neutral. It kind of maybe distances me. Um, but here it says, it implies for me that it's actually the causes and conditions that, that, uh, that show me the, the radiant light of the Buddha Dharma before me. Uh, oh. Just this. My sleep wasn't so good last night. Um, what can I learn from that? Can I be curious about that? What does it show me about the causes and conditions of this human life? It's somehow brighter than. Uh, and just sort of saying, oh gosh, 
It's hard to get up this way. Can you read that sentence again? Emptiness is inherently without characteristics. On its own, illumination emerges from causes and conditions. Constantly living apart from surface appearances is called Mula Buddha and an ancestor. So if we can if we can uh, always have our, our attention towards the radiant light of each object rather than its surface appearances. Well, this is just one of my pairs of glasses that I've got around the house so that I can read wherever I am. If I, if, uh, if every, if I can always look at it, um, uh, as radiant light rather than its surface conditions, then I'm practicing as a Buddha and an ancestor. Does that, does that make sense? That does. I still don't quite get the sense, but your explanation makes sense. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Constantly living apart from surfaces appearance. So go beyond uh, is called being a, a Buddha. So it's in you know look below the surface of what's happening. And that's our practice. Simply unite with it. All Buddhas arrive here and regard this as the ultimate. So this practice again and again of seeing every object as a Buddha way, as a Buddha teaching, as the radiant light from the Buddha showing you something, is the Buddha, is the Buddha, is, is our practice. Immaculate and dazzling, this field of meditation. Limits cannot be seen. Serene and expansive, this, uh, our meditation, the field that we sit in, our meditation of wholeness. Serene and expansive. Its directions and corners cannot be found. People who sincerely meditate and authentically arrive trust that the field has always been with them. Just enjoy the center. From this field, our life arises. People who know its truth 
nod their heads with comprehension. Did I see some head nodding? <laughs> Have you been to that field? Just enjoy the center. Serene and expansive. I mean, that, this is cultivating the empty field. This is Hong Jir's uh, essays on, on meditation. And usually there's a, a bit of, at the end of each of each little lesson on you know taking that uh, you know turning into the uh, turning his mind towards our life and world. But most of it is about is about uh, how to meditate. And here the image is um, is this field of meditation that we sit in is serene and expansive. Its corners can't be found. They just enjoy the center. And from this field, the rest of our life arises. And um, can we uh, have confidence, oh, 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 as, as it said here? Um, I, mean, I, I read it already. Because we've, we trust that the field has always been with us and is always with us. Can we uh, negotiate the forks and the knives? Can we negotiate the war? the virus, the work that needs to be done to uh, halt climate change. Can we negotiate that from this expansive field? That's what, that's what our practice is. That's what our practice is. Myriad objects come all at once, but whatever comes is Buddha's light, is Buddha Dharma, not objects at all. And with our feet firmly established in this vast empty field and turn towards uh, our life. It is nothing but the empty field as well.
May our practice allow us to explore the boundlessness of this field, the cornerlessness, the edgelessness of the source of our life. And may we negotiate our life unhindered and aware in the midst of this radiance. Beings are numberless, I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible, I vow to end them. Thank you.